you. You're I'm gonna beat your ass. Wait till I see him. You up? What up, everybody? It's after show, but later episode number eighty-nine, I believe. It's your boys D El Kakui. What's up, El Kakui? What's up, homie? How you doing today? All right, man. Back from your little vacation. But before we get into anything, I think it's only fitting that we get baseline Trey in this bitch. Do you think we should get him? Oh, oh, absolutely, man. Baseline, baseline Trey, bring that shit. On the road to the riches, cause it's all about the paper. Now buckle up your seats and prepare for the journey. Yeah, Let journey. the music ease your soul, grab a spliff and start burning. Uh, burn. Relax with us and take a trip to the heavens. The and heavens. come and spend a day in the 757. What up, everybody? Mm, Episode number juice. 89. It's your boys, D. El Kakui. And you were just saying that shit always gets you going, you know? And, Doug, I was fucking... I was just thinking that shit before we started because, you know, I'm going through all the shit in my head as, like, okay, fucking... I gotta... Like, I had to set everything up to record and do all that shit. And then I'm like... Right. I was thinking about um, Covino and Rich's intro, right? And how it's, like, more rock-based or whatever. And I was like, right. that's pretty dope. Like at the start of their show, how like they get to like rock out dun, 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 and then they get started, you know? And I was like, damn, I was like, I kind of like that. Like, I like that for their show, but I kind of like that for us. We have that baseline tray, that hip hop, you know, where it's like, I feel like it's a little more of our personalities, you know? So it, it just works out perfect for our show. Couldn't, couldn't agree with you more. Um, I'm not I'm not a rock dude. I don't dislike rock by any means. And obviously, there's they got some jams out there. there there's there's no doubt about that. Um, and uh, and and this is what I'm about to say is probably a flaw of mine, you know. Um, but I've never had a rock song on a playlist in my life. I don't oh, I don't have I yeah. don't have the I don't have rock in any kind of since the iPod. I never had no rock CDs. I never had no rock cassette tapes um i just my, my yellow my, my yellow walkman didn't have you know bon jovi in it it just didn't yeah. it had too short or nwa or you know shit like that ice cube death certificate like i'll date myself a little bit and then even when i had like a disman i mean it was dj quick second to none high c i don't know man i just i it just i i agree couldn't agree with you more um we're just kind of different dudes i know you listen to multiple genres yeah no, Doug, again and i grew again that's probably see, a fault for me it, it's crazy because doug like when you say it like you don't um you don't listen to rock you've never even had rock on any of your playlists like i just think i don't know if it's because from for me like from a young age i i started playing guitar and i'm not even like fucking i'm not even like fucking um like santana or nothing you know i right. i just know some basic shit enough to fucking for me you know since i've been doing this since i was a kid enough for me to have a good ass time with it you know and right. um so i went through these phases doug and um I've, I've talked about them a few times on the show but um like i even had like a classical music phase in like like sophomore right. year of high school you know and um so i definitely went through like a rock phase where fuck dog like i i to this day love me like some zeppelin and like i like a lot more like 70s rock and then like 90s is like pretty much like my shit too um i like like foo fighters and shit um nirvana is more like grungy but um i dig nirvana like fucking a shit ton um foo fighters i like them and um i think they're fucking dope i just wasn't exposed a whole lot to them so yeah. um but dog but i fucking like i what don't know I, I do I, is a war on crocs 
Oh, you know what? I just, it was funny. We were at the store the other day and um, my girl was like, what are you doing? Cause we were like walking out and I go, hold on. And I fuck, I pulled out my phone. I still haven't sent it to you. I go, I got to take a picture. I go of these fucking Crocs for El Kukui. And she was like, what? And I was like, it's a fucking long story. Let's just keep go, you know? So yeah. I have a, I have a picture on my phone that I need to send to you. I got caught this week. I was in the store and I was going to send you one and I pulled out my phone and right as I was about to take a picture and shit, I looked up and the little fucking lightning bolt was on there and then I made eye contact and I was like, fuck. I oh, fuck. You and got so caught I, up hard. I stopped that shit real quick. So that didn't happen. But um, no, nah, and, and I want to clarify my rock statement too. Like I've hung out with a lot of different dudes and, and I'm, you know, I'm multicultural. You know, I hung out with a lot of different people from a lot of different backgrounds, went to a lot of different bars. So to say that I've never heard any of this stuff or I'm not familiar with it or like my homies have never played it or been into it. Um, you know, they, I've, I've heard it all my life. I just, again, I just want to clarify. I'm just saying I never personally put it on a playlist or I never personally, I mean, I, I've, dude, I've been to Grateful Dead concerts, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, so I want to clarify that before the trolls come in and start tearing me up in the comments. Doug, you know what is fucking like, uh, it, it's so crazy. Cause like, um, I think the thing that got me into like rock, like I would say, um, like into like Metallica and, um, system of a down and shit like that was, right. um, again, to the two people I referenced probably the most on here, my homie Louise and his cousin Ralph, right? Both of those dudes. So when we were in high school, we used to fucking um, Ralph would pick up Louise and myself on the way to school. And okay. um, so it was Ralph. He had this Bronco. It was like an 88 Bronco. Johnny would call him OJ. <laughs> oh, shit. It was That's a white, a big ass white Bronco. So uh -huh. um, fucking Ralph would come. He'd pick me up first, actually, because I live closer to his his mom and then or his house or whatever. And then we went and we would pick up Luis and then we would fucking um, we would we would mob to school while Ralph and his Bronco had this dope ass system, dog, with these fucking like, I don't know if they were like 12s that fucking hit, you know. And yeah. I remember when he played um, like nothing else matters or one from Metallica. Doug, mm -hmm. when you were just immersed in that shit where it's like fucking hitting with that bass and like. Dun, 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 and you're like fuck like dog it, it just is and i think that's one of the things that i dig is like the bass and shit and like the hip-hop songs that's one of the things that makes them hit and like it's the right. 808 the 808s and shit like kanye's 808s and heartbreaks right well oh, they smack they fuck but no but fucking um i didn't i guess i didn't realize that i i thought like rock when i was a little bit younger and i was like uh -huh. guitars and shit right but when you hear fucking, you hear those fucking drums start to go like in one, you're like, right. fuck. And you're surrounded by those fucking, that dope ass system. You're just like, dog, that shit got me so into Metallica. I, I went on a Metallica binge at the time and I just was like fucking, oh, it was fucking dope. But, and, but and, yeah, and I got, and, and I got to correct myself once again. Yes, I have. I, I take that back. There was one rock band that I have played their songs and, and uh, I bought a couple and downloaded or, or I, yeah, maybe I did download. Maybe I didn't. If I didn't, I apologize. But I'm on the website right now, and I do got a, I do got. It, it's it's called Tickle Sack. I'm I'm wrong, bro. There is a band. That oh, I, I forgot about that rock band. Yeah, and it's called Tickle Sack, and I play all their shit. I mean, I I do play for the that. people. I know I know Al Kukui. Let let me fucking interrupt you for a second. I know we have okay. um some new subscribers and shit. Shout out to everybody that's been subbing on our YouTube because Doug, there's people that don't know who we are. 
and that fucking um, don't listen to Covino and Rich, and they've subbed our our channel recently on um, on YouTube, and um, I told you I sent you something earlier this week. One of the dudes that hit me up or or commented on the shit was like, he commented on one of the videos I put up intentionally to get views. Right, I put up this video of when I was on the King and the Sting, and fucking um, Tim Dillon was fucking bagging on me all hard. Well, right. I put I put it up, Doug. Um, not even ten days ago, maybe seven days ago, and um, it has like seventy eight hundred views or something. So right. I was like, "Fuck yeah, Doug!" And so f- people watching that were like commenting on it and shit. This one dude said um, he commented on that video, and he put like his comment about the video, and then he commented again, and he was like. Um, he was like, oh, he was like, I watched some of your other shit. I'm definitely subscribing. So I was like, fuck yeah, Doug. I was like, here we go. Fucking so, so all of that was said for this, uh, that I'm about to say for the people that don't know who tickle sack is, they're a dope ass rock band. You can get their shit fucking everywhere as far as dope. their music. And, only one uh, El Kakui listens to, I can only vouch for one band in rock, like personally vouch for, and it's tickle sack. And Download sack, the shit. So, so play. Let, let's hear some of the shit, dog. Uh, yeah. I haven't heard them in a while. So let, Look, let's. Th- this is a playlist I got. So again, I apologize to the people. I misspoke earlier. I yes. do have tickle sack. I do have some rock. Here we go. Let's go. You gave me nothing but fucking grief. You fucking offend me, and you don't care about anyone but yourself and your fucking stupid fucking. Failed career and it's ruined us. It's gonna take a little wine. I've done nothing but be nice to you. A little wine at Russell Stover. I will never forgive you for what you've done to me. Doug, we should um as it's playing we'll lip sync it, Doug. We'll we'll do we'll do some lip syncing, make it into a video. Oh yeah, we got to. Well then you know what then I gotta go to one of my favorites if we're gonna go go to one of the go to one of the favorites, Doug, and we'll we'll turn it into a music video. I forgot about that shit. Alright, you know what, man? I gotta go what's been on my mind lately, to be honest with you. What's been on your mind? The shit they've been talking about lately. What's in that shake you got there, Rich? Jealous juice? Clearly, I can't deny it anymore. You are the fucking beacon and token and tympantithesis of what women Rich want. Rich talking to real word, by the way. 
He's motherfucking peanut butter and jealous. He put A-Y jealous all over his dick. Scotty is the man with the hammer in his pants like a fucking John Hamm. Eats pizza on the shitter. Makes the girly jaws drop. Spot Scott the look. Dude, it's not a good look. That is not your best look. Heavenly round because he's such a lead number. He's got a beard now. It's kind of red in color. A hairy man is Sasquatch. Spot Scott the look. You really think that you're most handsome? Spot Scott the look. Spot Scott the look. Spot's got the look. And if these words turned upside down, this can't be true. It's not true. But Spotty's even got that part it hits the dude. It's not your best look. And we say nanny, nanana. Na, Spot's got the look. No! He doesn't! Fire in his eyes when he marinates. Man, even Rich was hating back then, and I think he was hating before he had the look. Imagine how he feels now. Doug, you know, um, that conversation was actually because for the people that don't know, um, you know, Spot was a heavier dude. He's their producer, and he recently pro got into deucer. some killer shape. Too. He takes mean deuces. He's a producer. He takes number threes. And yes. um, so, Doug, so this motherfucker had, like, in the song, they say um, he even has that parted hipster do. Well, because Spot started getting like the gentleman's cut, right? Where I think that's what it's called. Yeah, the where they put... He said the gentleman's cut. Duh, I think that's what it's called. Or hey, hey, because I just because I can't access it right now, I'll fucking Google the gentleman's haircut. I, I, I think... did, and Spot's fucking face showed up. It's called the Spot <laughs> now. They renamed it to the Spot. Yeah, Doug. What the fuck? Wait. Whoa. There you go. Okay. Um, you disappeared from the fucking thing. All right. Um, but yeah, so Spot had that haircut where you put a line in it and you comb it to the side and you look like fucking like you're going all the way back to the second grade. Right. Well, and, in his case, I think he puts like horse's mane in it because he's got that big old rough hair. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I noticed. I'll, I'll, it's funny that you say that because yesterday he did um, or I'm not sure when this is going to air. So the other day he um did a behind the velvet rope that I thought was fucking awesome. I always loved their behind the scenes shit because Doug, like as I'm like setting all my shit up, I'm like, I got cords going everywhere. I got a fucking, I have a, like a 24 inch monitor right here. So I oh, can see I, you, you know on. What? I, I, I missed, I must've missed the behind the velvet rope was spot, but I did see something that said behind the velvet funk was spot. You know what? On that behind the velvet rope, he mentioned he was like, "I wish you guys could smell me right now." I fucking reek. <laughs> Dude, I just spit my fucking coffee everywhere. Oh. I, I must have missed that part. You dirty. Yeah, Doug. Bastards. He fuck. He said that. He was ah. like, he was like, "I wish you guys could smell me right now," because I fucking. He's fucking reek. foul, bro. Doug, He's Gucci, bro. Then he started clicking on some shit, and then he said it again. He was like, "Yeah, I fucking reek." Oh, Doug, fucking before we started this shit. All right. I took my kid to school, right? Right. I'm fucking, I'm over here by myself, Doug. My girl's out of town. So I'm by myself over here. Me too. No one's in my house neither, bro. Yeah, Doug. I fucking, I got all ready and fucking before I, um, I sat down to do this shit, I sprayed some cologne. Cause Doug, I'm like, I, I don't even, I don't even want to be funky around myself. Like, how Bro, the fuck? Before we started recording, you know, I was like, hey, give me an extra couple minutes. Like, dude, I set the, you know, you had to make some some video setting adjustments. What mm -hmm. did I do? There's no one home. I woke up. Smoked a little blunt ski outside, bro. And the first thing I did was go take a shower because, A, I think, I don't know, man. I don't even know if it's about just being in person, but I want to be fresh for the show all the way around. So I don't even want to, like, 
throw on a hat and, and not have combed hair. You know, I don't. I, I yeah. Do. The people deserve better than that. They need a fresh Al Kukui because if, if I feel fresh, my game is fresh. I'm just saying. That's why. Are you all, saying that you stay ready so you don't have to get ready? You have to. You know, I, I'm, I think I'm a, that's I, what I try I to be. That, hey, I'm a quote. I'm a quote. Fucking Mac Dre. Mac Dre said back in the. I'm a living TV show. I want to be dipped when they see me. I don't want no one to ever see me bummy or scrummy or I try to be fresh and dressed to impress. I mean, maybe, maybe that's just Cali. Maybe that's the way that, you know, I was brought up, but nah, man, I don't, you know, man, the only person needs to see me in my drawers and my tank top is my girl at night. Everyone else should see a good fucking fine version of me. The best I can put out, bro. Cause you're your own product. Right. So why, why would you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, do you have a dirty car? Do you let your car go months without getting washed? Do you fucking wash that fucker? Why can't you wash your butt? I'm just saying. Doug, the other day, um, like a couple of weekends ago, um, my girl's car was giving her issues, so I, I did a little shit to it or whatever. And um, <laughs> I, I, her car was fucking gross, right? So this shit was like, it, it was like, <clears throat> she always says like, oh well, well I have. Yeah, you're DF Goodrich, bro. Doug, so she, no, so check it out. So her car was fucking like dirty, like, and she had like a gang of shit, like in the back seat and all this. And I was like, that shit just bothers me. Right. And so, um, she's like, well, I, you know, I have to go to cheer cause she runs a competitive cheer team. She's like, I gotta have, I have all this shit for the, um, for cheer camp and all this shit. And I was like, all right, cool story. I was like, um, <laughs> I was like, I had her fucking hood open cause I was working on it. And I, at the same time I fucking took. All of the shit she had, I put it in the in the fucking trunk. I fucking vacuumed out the car. I cleaned it up all nice. I I took it, Doug. Like when you fucking take it to get it detailed and shit, it's like yeah. she dropped. It's like she dropped it off at the mechanic and the detailer, Doug. Because when she got that back, I had taken a shop vac to it. I had fuck. I I fucking Doug. I I I went ham on that shit because it, I'm like it was Doug. I was just fixing her car and it was fucking. It was bothering me. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, if that's the way I feel about other people's cars, dog. Fucking, I can't imagine sitting here being like, "Yeah, I fucking reek. I wish you could smell me, Uncle Kuya." You know, like I mean, fuck. who likes fat? I don't know, and I know it's probably trendy and shit nowadays, but who likes foul smells, dude? I, like, dog. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, and maybe I was just programmed from a kid. And, you know, like my pops taught me when I was a little kid, I've been showering every day since I was like fourth, fifth grade. Like this ain't a man thing. Like, I mean, you want that. I don't know, man. Just even with me, when I, when I was a little youngster, 13, 14, and I'm getting cachettes for the first time, I, there was nothing better to me than to smell their clean hair and the conditioner and, and their skin just being clean and smelling skin. And, you know, you get a little suck on a boobie and it don't smell like sweat. I mean, it's clean because they showered. So even for me, I always wanted to give that version. Like, I didn't want someone to be kissing my neck and it's all sweaty and fucking foul. And, you know, you know I'm a heavier is, dude, so I don't want people kissing on my boobie and it'd be sweaty. You know? Hey, hey I just <laughs> I, I'm just. I don't know, bro. We all know that when you fucking when, when skin has been sweated and it hasn't been washed, that shit is salty. And if you're into salty shit, I guess that's cool. But your pits and your feet and your ass crack don't get just salty. That shit get funky. And exactly. if you want to have fucking funky smells and shit, and that shit's cool to you, in my opinion, what do they say? IMO, you're just foul. You're foul. Hey, um, are you familiar with fucking um, with Anthony Bourdain? Yes. Okay, well, I listened to some chick um, yesterday, or again, I don't know when this is going to air, so I listened to her recently on Joe Rogan, 
and she was a friend of Anthony's. Um, and of course, Joe Rogan had been friends with them for like, I think Joe said like seven years or eight years. Um, and they were talking about him or whatever. And she was saying how he went on this. it, It just reminded me when you said salty sweat, because she said he had gone on like this, like crazy ass diet where he was only eating like plain like baked chicken with no salt right and um and she said that like he was saying that you don't realize until you deprive yourself of all that to where you need salt so bad he said you want to lick the own sweat off your arm (laughs) yeah so doug that just tell and anthony anthony bourdain's been dead for how long and it's just like doug that's still like something that that's how you know, gross fucking sweat is dog. It's fucking like you said, it's not only salty, but it's funky. And you know, and once that, like, like, I don't know if people, people are, are morons or what, but once that sweat dries, that's where the bacteria starts to set in. And that's when you smell. So think about it like this, bro. Think about it like this. Okay. What happens? Everyone out there knows what happens when you take a shower, you dry off with the towel, you three, you just you wad it up. You don't wad it up. Maybe just throw it in the corner. What happens to that towel by the end of the day or the next day? If you just if it's wet and you don't hang it like perfect with no wrinkles, if there's any wrinkles or you just throw it in the corner or throw it in the hamper, what happens to that towel? It fucking reeks. So do you think that anything else is any different? Like you can just get fucking moisture between your cheeks or fucking moisture on your fucking nuts. And then you just, you don't clean it and you just let it fucking stay there. And then you get more moisture on your nuts. And that's on top of the other funky ass shit you had from earlier in the day. Like that shit builds up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if, if his idea of letting it build for three days is cool. And again, that has nothing to do with, I don't sweat a whole lot. I put it this way. You know, I'm, I had a family member and I'm not going to put them on blast, but they like to fucking take baths. And those motherfuckers only take baths about fucking once a week. And they are always at the, it's a close personal family member, but they yeah. are always at the damn doctor with motherfucking UTIs. And they're an older family member. And so no one really wants to tell them shit because they're, they're high up in the, in the tree on the family and no one wants to tell them shit, but motherfucker, you got a UTI because you ain't washing your shit on a fucking daily. And when you do, you're sitting in funky, ass bath water like that's why you got a uti like taking care of your shit and washing your shit and god forbid he's fucking uncircumcised right imagine if he, he fucking got his he got <laughs> the skin cut and he's going three days without washing his fucking ah i, I don't know dude that shit gets me fired up he's a gross motherfucker so yeah doug no no i feel you and and i have a family member as well and i'm not gonna call him out um i would say i i would I wouldn't say he's like the closest relative, but, um, but Doug, but the same thing, he, he's comfortable, um, being like spot being like, you know, one or two days without showering and fucking just like wake up the next day and just throw clothes on and he starts his day and shit. And Doug, like for me, that's fucking gross. Like, I, I don't know. And I don't want to harp too much on it. Cause I know there was, no. there was way too much fucking, um, show to talk. Get to. We, you know, we, we got so much show to get to. So what was some other shit that. Oh, I know, I know oh, something. Yeah, I, go for it. I hope it's what I was about to say. <laughs> um, okay, so I was listening back earlier. This is going to go into what we'll talk about. But, you know, as I was setting everything up, I like to listen to Kavino and Rich and um, just kind of see, okay, things I might have missed, you know, that I don't have on my notes and shit. Yeah. So um, what, what did these dudes, uh, the three of them, I'm not even going to call any of them out, even though uh, – 
even though we know one of them was fucking um, praising it more than the other ones, but they all agree, they were all in agreement, right? Um, that Taylor Ham is like the shit, right? And they were saying, um, Rich said, because Rich is back in um, Rich is back in New York right now visiting family, yes. and he said he was in line at the deli, and everybody in front of him was like, "Oh, Taylor, roll fucking uh, ketchup." and fucking salt or whatever the fuck and he said that everybody in line was getting the same shit because taylor ham is so fucking badass and for the people listening that may be new we're on the west coast actually the both of us um uh, alcacui is in fresno myself i'm in um arizona but, I, but I work in the bay i work in oakland you work in oakland covino and rich yep. live in la but they're originally from the east coast both of them um and spot the three of them and you know um they fucking talk about this taylor ham thing which i have yet to have so i can't i have no skin in the game right now right now but um el Kakui, you tell me that you might have an experience with with this arcovino rich and spot right is it the greatest shit of all time let's hear your opinion i got a straight on now g and yeah no there's a there's a spot out there and i was i was at doordash after work one day and I saw on the menu, it said Taylor ham, because it's a, it's a East Coast Philly, uh, Philly cheesesteak uh, sandwich spot. And they had actual Taylor ham and it said Taylor ham from the East Coast imported. Right. I was like, you know, what? I got I got to see what this bullshit's all about. But in the back of my mind, I'm like anyone that fucking gets pumped up over a fucking bagel to begin with. I mean, I don't know. They're just I. I you really the shit you brag about from the east coast is fucking bagels and fucking taylor ham like that's you know at least chicago got deep dish pizza and like that's the shit you're bringing from the east coast that you missed i i guess we were just raised different and that's okay that's not talking shit so yeah. however though with with the hype with all the fucking hype and chewing up all those fucking minutes on the show i had to see what this fucking taylor ham was about and you know what so I, um it's something that I know I know for a fact you don't remember about something that was said on the show about it. Um, and you told me um, I, when I was listening back earlier today, Rich was like, he's like, all of these people that are texting in saying that it's just spam. He was like, you guys are all full of shit in this and this. And you had told me yesterday you didn't even remember that. And you're over here texting me or calling me or whatever it was. And you were like, bro, oh, you called me. You're like, bro, this shit is like fucking glorified spam. It's glorified and spam. It, it, okay, Rich, it's a, it's a notch better. But it's the same shit. It's processed meat, fucking pressed into a fucking roll and sliced. Well, what's the difference of being pressed into a roll than fucking stuffed in a can? I mean, it's the Doug. same shit. It's glorified spam. Like, and I'm not going to say that it wasn't good, but it, it, cause it did, it kind of fell apart when you ate it and they grilled it. So it had like char marks on it or whatnot. But again, El Kukui is also chef Kukui and I can cook some mean ass shit too. And I can work some fucking magic with spam. You know, I'll throw that son of a bitch in some seasoning or some marinade and I'll throw that son of a bitch sliced up on the grill. And that spam comes out way different than when mama cooked it in the fucking skillet. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. It, it the sandwich was cool, but even the way they did it, the way it came was, was just like mayonnaise, which tastes like fucking manglaze. <laughs> and fucking, Doug, I just remember you telling me you were like, "What the fuck is this, bro?" <laughs> I mean, I, again, like that's the shit you get fucking pumped up about. Like, I just I was confused as fuck. 
Yeah, Doug. That and, he, and he's and he's talking about bagels, A and L bagels or whatever the fuck that place is like. And then they were talking about fucking Dunkin' Donuts versus fucking Starbucks, and I just, I don't know, bro. I, I'm not an East Coast cat. I've been to Miami before, and you know I've been to New Orleans, which is down south, but I haven't been over to the New York life. But again, I'm culturally diverse because I grew up with a lot of different cats. So I would think even if I did go to the East Coast. I'm not trying to hit up the fucking bagel shop and I'm not trying to hit up fucking Taylor ham. You know what I'm saying? Like what else do they got to offer? Yeah. Um, so maybe some pe- Puerto Rican food or pizza. something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or um, Cuban or something. I don't, I don't know what the predominantly, uh, you know, people are over there, what the food or the cultures, but I would where, want where they're like, from. There's a lot of Puerto Ricans. I know that for yeah, sure. Let's fucking go eat some Puerto Rican food. Like really? Let's go grab a fucking breakfast bagel sandwich the fuck is that doug i told you um yesterday i I debated saying this on on here or not but um my fucking my girl when a lot of times when she cooks like there there's some shit dog that she makes it's like fucking bomb but there are those like you know her family uh, you know most of her family is from jersey right or fucking um yeah like a lot of her aunts and uncles and her her grandpa like that was like her mom's dad is is like straight up is Jersey you could get. He looks like a fucking um he looks like a mobster, right? But um yeah. they fuck dog once in a while. She'll come with these things. Um not Taylor Ham, but something like that, you know, that is like super East Coast and something that she'll make. And I'm yeah. like, Yeah, it's like but it's like a little bland, you know, it's just like No flavor. I don't that shit have no flavor, bro. You know what? And I got more, and, and, and maybe it's because I like the grub and I get the munchies often, but I get way more excited with that fucking dessert shit you threw on your Instagram. Like, show me some cool shit, bro. Really? We're talking about fucking bagels and and glorified spam? Like, that's what we're <laughs> fucking talking about? Like, I'm, I just, yeah. I, give me, take me to the fucking, like, we got a spot here. It's called Sal's, and they do this thing called a fancy burrito, bro. They make you this fancy fucking bur- this burrito. And some bomb ass chili verde, and they smother it with more chili verde and some fucking cheese, and that shit's off the chart. Like, if you're coming out to see me, I'm taking you there, or I'm gonna take you to the. We have like a taco throwdown championship here, and this place called El Premio Mayor. They won it like three years in a row. Their shit is bomb, bro. I'm gonna take you over there to get to that spot or to the Thai food spot. I'm not taking you to get a fucking bagel. <laughs> we were really fucking known for our bagels. Let's go get one. What the fuck? Hey, you is know what that? though? Hey, hey, I, I will say, and I like from, bagels. I have um, one one of my my good friends that I used to work with is from um the East Coast. She's from Jersey actually, and she told me she knew like about Union and shit. And um, so yeah. I was like, yeah, that's my homie. You know, fucking Covino's from Union. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, um, one of the things that she said that she cannot get on the West Coast. Or maybe actually not on the West Coast because they have good shit like in San Francisco and shit. But um, and, I, and I'm going to get to that. I, and I'm not going to totally interrupt, but I do want to get to that when you're done. Yeah. Okay. Well, what she was talking about was Chinese food, dog. She said that um, the Chinese food from back east is like fucking like nobody can touch it. And so that's something that I've I've never had Chinese from the East Coast, so I, I couldn't I couldn't talk about that either. You know. I can. I haven't had Chinese from the East Coast either, but let me explain one motherfucking thing. Los Angeles, California is the second biggest city in America. I promise to God, if you do your research and your homework, you can get anything there as authentic as the motherfucking place it came from. 
because mm-hmm. there's people from everywhere spread out. San Francisco, same shit. Like you might not be able to get the best Chinese food you ever had in fucking Bakersfield or Tulare or fucking San Bernardino. But I mm-hmm. promise to God, if you, I don't know, Rich is like Taylor Ham can't get it on the fucking West Coast. I got that nasty ass shit in East Oakland. Two blocks from the Coliseum <laughs> where the Raiders play. You know, where the Raiders used to play and the A's and the, where the war. It was one facility. They had the yeah. Warriors at one time. It had the Raiders and it had the A's. And they're put it this way. Taylor Ham was sold in such the fucking ghetto on Wednesday night when I went to back to my room or tried to go to my room. Someone got killed in my hotel and they had both sides of the fucking road taped off. And I had to go smoke a blunt and get some food, like waste time because I couldn't drive into the parking lot until they finished their investigation. And two blocks away from there they're selling selling taylor ham so rich davis the shit is out there you just ain't Mm. looking hard enough doug you know what fucking it's crazy there's been um (laughs) it's crazy doug like fucking um it just i it reminded me when you said somebody got murdered in your hotel uh doug it's fucking nuts because like um there was a, a family of a chick from town or whatever um her i don't know her but my girl knows her, knows her, knew her, whatever, um, because her fucking man went crazy and killed um, her and I think her kid, right? That This is one okay. story, right? One story um, from like two weeks ago. Well, then my little cousin, she's 15. I think she's 15. Um, her little homie, his dad shot him in the head, 15 years oh. old. Right. And, um, and cause like when I told my, my, my sister, I was like, Oh yeah. Did you hear about, um, I, I said something about one of the stories. Right. And then, so my sister was like, Oh no. She was like, that's when she told me that, um, our little cousin's fucking friend got shot in the head or whatever. And that was a second story. Right. This is all like within three weeks. Well, the other day, fucking my girl hits me up and she's like, Hey, you know, fucking, um, Give me a fucking, give me a name. John Munga. John Munga. Okay, so she was like, my girl was like, hey, she's like, you know John Munga? And I was like, yeah, he fucking, he came to, um, we had last year, we had celebrated my girl's birthday and my daughter's birthday at the same time. And they're uh-huh. they're months apart, but it was because of like COVID and shit and whatever. Well, John Munga was at the birthday party, little celebration or whatever, right? Well, fucking uh, my girl tells me that the other morning she calls me or she's like, hey, call me when I'm at work. Well, she tells me that um, apparently John Munga fucking um, who was at our little gathering fucking went crazy, killed his girl and her kid. Right. Kills her girl and her kid. I'm going to assume John Munga didn't smoke weed because stoners don't do shit like that. No, and um, yeah, no, no, he, he's not a weed smoker, but John Munga fucking killed his girl, his um, girl's kid, and then calls a friend of ours and says that, well, like, that sucks, bro. He, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to he, hear that. Dude. He says, um, he tells our friend, he's like, hey, um, like, either he's gonna fucking kill himself or I don't know what, and says what he just did or whatever. So then, um, my my girl well my friend my girl's friend whatever she calls the cops they fucking go and um we didn't know if when they got there if he had killed himself or 
if he was fucking, if they found him and arrested him, we didn't know what, because, um, I was looking on like our inmate search and shit and he wasn't there. So I was like, dog, this happened at like five in the morning. And, um, by the time I hear about it, it's like maybe like nine or 10. And then, well, anyway, so I, I keep throughout the day, just looking at our inmate search. And then I was like, damn, they, this dude wasn't arrested. I was like, so he probably killed himself, you know, when they got there. Yeah. Well, um, you know, later, like around noon, I see that dog, he is locked up. So the cops got to him and booked him or whatever. And so all of that shit, it just reminds me, you said the fucking ghetto. So I have like that dude that killed his girl and her kid like two weeks ago. Um, my fucking little cousin's homie that his dad shot him in the head like a week ago. And then a few days ago, this happens with fucking John Munga and his fucking, fucking his lady and her kid. And I was just like, fuck dog. Like <laughs> I, I'm not saying like we're the hood or nothing, but dog, that's some crazy shit, you know? No, for sure. That's Absolutely. just, yeah. It just, it just reminded me when you said in the ghetto and then, you know, what's fucking nuts about that dog is that I think you and I are kind of like desensitized to shit like that. Yeah, because because you told me it like, happens a couple times a year. I mean, <laughs> if you live in the hood hood, you know, it, it, at least once every couple of years, it's personal like that where, you know, somebody and fucking multiple times a year. It happens anyways. You know what I'm saying? Like it happens enough mm-hmm. where you have a connection like the story you just told where, you know, them personally. I've known multiple situations like that that have happened throughout my life. You know what I mean? And, and I think you're right. It it, it desensitizes you because it's sad as fuck. And it is. And it's horrible. And it's horrible to talk about. But it seems like it happens all the damn time. Yeah, you know what's crazy is that um, that dude he knew I did podcast. He knew I did this podcast actually, and so um, we were talking about podcasting, and he was like, um, he was telling me how like, oh, I should because you know where we're from is it's Yuma, so he was right. telling me like he was like, bro, he's like, you do podcasting and this and this. He was like, your girl was telling me. I was like, yeah, and he was like. You know what you should do? He was like, you should do a show called the Yuma Yummies. He's like, and only talk to like hoes from Yuma and you get like all the fucking like, I guess like gossip and shit from town or whatever. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah bro. Cool story. Whatever. You know, like, uh, whatever. And, um, but it's just crazy to think Doug that like somebody that, you know, I'm not even saying we were like the best of homies, but like to think of like somebody, somebody that you've know. had, you've had these like interactions with and conversations with and shit like Doug, to think that they're capable of something like that is like, oh, Doug, so get this shit. <laughs> so well, hey, that's, that's, real quick, that's kind of the dude that gave me my nickname. Like growing up, my nickname was Gava. You know what I mean? And they shortened it to Gavs. And the dude that gave me that nickname, his name was Tete. And yeah, he did like a, a double murder, got out, did some other bullshit. Like he was drinking some tequila with some chick. And I guess she's like, you know, you won't do it. You won't do it. And he fucking pulled the trigger. And that's that's oh, the dude that gave me my nickname, shit. bro. He's the one that gave me my nickname at 14. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this, this shit's wild, dude. And and he was a normal dude. I mean, he was a gangster and he was he was a wild dude. He he, he didn't fuck around. Him and yeah. this and before and before that, three years before that, him and this dude that I grew up, this other cat I grew up with, his name was Freddie. And I was cool with Freddie. Because Freddie was more of a jock, and I knew those cats too. And at that they was a gangster, and I fuck, I hung out with them too. And uh, I lean more towards the gangsters. That's kind of who I hung out with. But I, you know, I hustled, man. I knew everybody and I got along with everybody because all money was good money. And uh, anyways, 
that they and fucking Freddie had beef and they went to this party and they met up at this party and they had been talking shit and I've been hearing both sides of the thing and whatnot. And they finally met up at a party, bro. So they started throwing chingasos like they started getting down. Mm-hmm. And that that day was Freddie was smaller, but he was stockier, bro. And since he was a jock, he was really good on his feet and he played football. And uh, he started kind of getting that day, bro. And that they didn't play, bro. He fucking pulled out a knife and he fucking gutted him. Boom, 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 boom. He ran out of the fucking house with some fucking beer and he went and fucking hid in a recycling container. And this is like in the 90s. So I don't know if they had like the heat shit when they're looking for like body signatures when they're looking with the helicopter. But they yeah. had the helicopter and the cops looking for him, bro. And he went, the beer that he took, he sat in the recycle bin and drank it until they went away. And then he was on the run for like three months and then they caught his ass. Yeah. Fuck, Doug. I remember... Um it's just crazy dog when you think about how like common it is like in you know when you when you grow up like in certain places like my buddy um my buddy chris he used to live in the fucking hood and it's crazy dog because now he's a fucking cop right but but i got a theory too when you're done i'm gonna get to my theory all right um there was a homie that he had dog and this motherfucker was like i met him one time and like we kicked it for a little bit well um it's crazy because shortly after, um, shortly after we had kicked it, we were juniors in high school, juniors or seniors, and I, no, maybe we we're seniors because that's when me and Chris started kicking it like a shit ton. Well, this dude that I kicked it with that not was a, a homie, not a number three ton, <laughs> nah. But okay. this dude fucking shortly after that interaction when we had kicked it, this dude got shot in front of Chris's house. So oh, it, it's like. It's just crazy, Doug. Like when you think about shit like that, you're like, how many people we've known were um, or been, you know, somewhat like, you know, like at least acquaintances with and shit, you know, like where this shit kind of happens. It's fucking crazy. Well, and not only that, my theory is too. I think in the better neighborhood that you live, you know, like you, you know that they don't always report on the hood shit on the TV, anyways. Like they'll give a little bit here and there, but they are not accurately telling you every single incident that happens in the hood in the newspaper or on tv or that's all they would talk about they only highlight the ones like the example you just gave you know what i'm saying like obviously if there's a double murder or something like that or a a, a kid shot by a parent or a kid shoots a parent or a headline grabbing story that'll make the news but i think when you're in these better neighborhoods number one if you're not hanging out with those people you don't really see it all you maybe hear is some secondhand bullshit at school and never what you hear is the same as living through it on a daily basis. And again, yeah. Rudy was was my best friend as a little kid. I used to hang out with his older brothers. Dude, they were in the Midnight Cruisers, you know, and I used to my mom used to go over there and talk to his grandma to try to learn Spanish. And like I would stay the night over there and he would stay the night at my house and his brothers would fuck us up, bro. It just it was what it was. And, and I, they would fight in the streets. And like there was wild shit that. I started seeing at nine, 10 years old that I think that if you're in a good, like Rich Davis, Rich Davis never seen no shit like that. Rich Davis probably never stayed the night at someone's house or even spot where the older brothers were making you fight each other or fight them or just fucking socking you in the gut for no reason. Saying what bitch, you know what I'm saying? Like you fucking (laughs) wet you know, like, you know how many times I got called a fucking wet and a cracker and how much bullshit I had to take as a kid just, just to hang out with those motherfuckers until I became like a bigger dude and, could fight fight on my own and stand up to him. But as a kid, it just, that was part of, that was part of it. So like just being there all the time, they just, I think that I saw shit being in that environment that the people in that environment who live there see on a daily basis. And I don't think that someone who's never been there can't even comprehend 
what that lifestyle is like. And I think that you're, you're not exposed to it if you're not going over there. They're definitely not actively portraying it in the news. So you can't even read or hear about how it really is unless you're part of that community. Doug, you know what? Um, my grandma, she doesn't live, um, my nana, she doesn't live like in the hood, but um, it's fucking nuts that another story that fucking um, happened, I think a week ago, was a double murder. It reminded me when you said double murder is that um, there was a fucking dude, another dude um, that killed his fucking, I think it was his lady and her cousin. I got it going for you too. And I'm not going to say any names, but you can Google the case in Fresno. I got like my friend, he's, he's, he's like my brother. Right. And uh, he's not my brother, but he's a brother from another mother. And you know, his nephew and his cousin, I mean, I've known them damn near my whole life too. They were just, they were in a car with a dude they didn't really know, some chick that was fucking driving and they didn't really know her, but there was one dude in the car that they knew and they were actually like, and you know, they were going to do some shady shit and fucking uh, whatever they were going to do, but they weren't planning on doing what happened. And the crazy ass fucking dude that was in the car, bro, when they showed up, homeboy went in and did whatever he was supposed to do. And he came out in blood, homie. And fucking he whacked two people while he was inside and they were in the car and they did like 10 years in jail and they didn't even know the shit was going to happen. That is fucking crazy. He just comes out in blood and like the police were already so surveillance him because I guess the place where they went, they were growing weed or something like that. So they were already mm -hmm. in the cops radar. So, bro, immediately when they dipped and shit, there was high speed chase and fuck. Yeah, bro. That's just so again, I, I understand Rich probably, you know, in spot and you have to. And that's nothing I'm proud of, but it, it makes it's me just, who I it's am. It's just the truth, you know? And it it's just makes crazy me who I am. Again, like you said, hey, people can Google those fucking um, stories in Fresno. And same with me. I live in Yuma, Arizona. Feel free to fucking Google all fucking... Actually, four of those stories happened in the last, like, three weeks, maybe. One of those about the dude getting shot in front of Chris's was in, like, 06, 07. But, um, but... Yeah, Google those stories if you want. Yuma, Arizona, all these fucking um, and they don't shit. make us bad. They don't make, and we don't tell those stories because we think that makes us tough or cool or anything like that. We tell those stories. I know. I, I'm not the one. I'm not the one doing. I'm not doing the murdering. You know? Yeah, no, me neither, so. bro. I don't, I don't advocate. I don't. You know, even if I knew him, I don't advocate that shit, and I'm not down for that shit. I'm I'm peaceful, Kukui, bro. I ain't trying to hurt fucking a fly on the wall if I don't have to. You know what I'm saying? But to tie into that Rich Davis fucking uh, Taylor Ham shit, if I can go where they're fucking doing that kind of shit and grab your Taylor Ham, motherfucker, it ain't all that special. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that was the whole point of all that shit. If you could, if you could go. To where shit like this is happening, like you said, where somebody got shot in your fucking hotel. Hotel. Then you know, then you could get it anywhere, you know. And um, yeah, yeah, that shit ain't special, bro. It's but, glorified spam. You heard it from the Kukui himself. And if I'm lying, call me out on it. But if if I'm lying, you like fucking mayonnaise sandwiches. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> mayonnaise sandwiches, dog. You know it's fucking. I got the Mexican version of that. I remember, dog. I must have been butter and tortillas. No. Check this shit out. That was common, I think, in every Mexican, yes. right? Especially well, if they were, if you, they were homemade tortillas, dog, and your fucking family had just fucking pulled them out and yep. you know fucking threw them on the comal and fucking whatever, dog. Or, that fry, or fried them in oil and topped them with cinnamon and sugar. Oh, dog! Oh, shut bro. the fuck up. Uh, so no, See, and the fucking, reason I tell my stories about how I grew up was 
my mom wasn't doing that. So I wouldn't know nothing about any of that shit unless I was in the hood because that's where that shit was going down. My mom exactly. Making, my mom didn't even buy tortillas, dude. You know what I'm saying? I got to yeah. get that from the homie shit. <laughs> well, check this shit out. So I was at the fucking... And get comfortable. Hey, her so, idea of Mexican food was fifty nine, seventy nine, ninety nine at Taco Bell back in the day. <laughs> hey, I have a, a lot of friends. Um, same shit. Um, like my I had my friend Lindsay one time. I remember we were at. I think we were going to Taco Bell, and I was like, "Fuck!" I was like, "Why do you like this shit so much?" Right? And um, she was like, "I was like, this shit ain't Mexican food, you know." And she was like, "I don't know the difference. I'm fucking white." And I was like, okay, well, whatever, well, you know. And I mean, and, and, ch- and check it out, bro. And and with that being said, my mom wasn't. I didn't discover tripas because my mom exposed me or my dad. I discovered tripas and fucking and shit like that and Thai food, you know, and Penang curry and shit because I explored on my own through the people I grew up with. So you don't have to have all your experiences based on what your parents showed you because. If that was the case, I would have probably never had tripas in my life. I'm cultured because of me and my experiences and me being interested and having friends of different backgrounds that were really good friends and we developed relationships. I did not get like that. My parents didn't really struggle a whole hell of a lot after I was like fifth or sixth grade. You know what I'm saying? So like when we were little, they struggled like a motherfucker. But like after, you know, I think most adults get their shit really together when they're like 35 or 40. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, the experience I got her because of the friends that I had, not because of shit that my parents put me through. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. Even my neighborhood, like I said, growing up, five streets to the right was the hood. But our shit was Clovis. So, like, yeah, in Clovis, if you call the police, they're there in two minutes. You go five <laughs> streets down and call the police, they might tell you nowadays to file something online. Um, Doc, so I fucking was – I had this neighbor that lived right across the street from me, right? And – there was my brother was friends with the kids that lived across the street. Right. Right. And then I was friends with the fucking little brother of the older brothers. Right. And well, fucking we go over there one day, we lived directly across the street. Right. And, um, so we go over there one day, we were always at each other's houses. I'm inside with, um, his name was Oscar. So shout out to Oscar. I don't know what the fuck he's doing these days. I know he's doing good. Last time I seen him, he was doing good, but, um, Doug, he fucking, we're like playing and shit, right? And playing like Nintendo or whatever the fuck we were playing. And then um, he was like, oh, fuck. He was like, I'm going to get a snack, right? Um, or he didn't he didn't say that shit. Doug, he was Mexican as fuck. He wasn't like, hey, <laughs> I'm going to get a snack, you know? Get us your own <laughs> Well, he fucking, he went and he like grabbed a tortilla, right? First uh-huh. of all, this is fucking gross. And this is some fucking, I don't know who the fuck does this shit. But this motherfucker grabbed a cold tortilla right didn't warm it or nothing where i was like okay. which is right? already party fell and then i was like he had these gross ass tortillas that um smelled like shit and for Ugh. me dog like me like my me and my sister dog smell like if day we eat if we eat certain tortillas we fucking fucking throw up just because there's some ingredient i don't know if it's like a preservative or some shit or I don't think it's gluten, dog, because I'm a gluttonous motherfucker. But there's something in those fake-ass tortillas that make us sick as fuck. And, um, well, this motherfucker, as Mexican as he was, had these fake-ass, gross, smelly tortillas, right? And he went and got one cold, right? And I'm like, ugh. Like like, fucking Guerrero's or something, huh? Yeah, there was something like that. So he got one of those, and then he fucking got mayonnaise and put mayonnaise on it. And rolled up the tortilla dog and ate it. 
Oh, that's gross. <laughs> Doug, that was the gross. I mean, I'll put mayonnaise on my elote. I'll put mayonnaise on my corn. Yeah, but that is like a whole thing. That that elote that you have, you get cheese, yeah. you get mayonnaise, all Chili, that shit, right? Limon. Well, well, this no, this motherfucker got a cold tortilla, put mayonnaise on it, rolled it up, and ate that shit like it was fucking going out of style. Hey, bro, when I lived in Oregon, they did similar shit. They made these fucking appetizers, dude, where they would they would get a uh, fucking you know that Carl Budig, that super thin ass fucking lunch meat that comes in a small package for like seventy nine cents. No, I knew the thicker one that was the Carl Winslow. The Carl, yeah, well, yeah, there's not a whole lot of, hate to say it, bro, there's not a whole lot of Carl Winslows in Coos Bay, Oregon. <laughs> However, I mean, I, I wish there were because I get along great with Carl Winslows. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I think population like no more than 50 out of like 25,000. But yeah. that's another story. Um, no, but the <laughs> Carl, the Carl Budding, the, thin, the super thin, uh, thin, thin, paper thin lunch meat, they would get that shit and put mayonnaise in it and roll it up like taquitos, bro, and put it on a platter. And they would get mayonnaise, and they would put that shit in celery and top that shit with cheese, and that was their fucking appetizers. Dog, that sounds fucking gross. I mean, if you're high enough, it's all right, but it's gross. Yes. I mean, you get all chiefed out and shit, you might snag a couple because it's just weird, and it, it hasn't hit you how weird it is, and it's kind of, like, interesting and shit, but yeah. that ain't nothing that you're going to put in your recipe book. I promise you that. Dog, fucking... um celery with fucking what was it with cheese mayonnaise and topped with shredded cheese oh that sounds fucking gross yeah dude if you're watching this on youtube no the lunch meats they would put cream cheese and they would roll was, them up no i was gonna say if, if you're watching this on youtube leave something in the comments about that shit have you ever had celery with fucking mayonnaise and cheese that's fucking, dog. that's like one of the grossest things I ever heard of. And, dog, and I'm somebody who will eat some fucking ghetto shit that I'll throw together. You know, I'll throw together some prison food. Yeah. No, hey, and these same people also were the ones that would put the fucking wax candle on your ear and fucking pull out a fucking centipede full of your earwax. I'm like, ugh, you guys are just, I mean, I don't know if that wax is, as long as I hit my shit with the Q-tip and you can't see or smell nothing like that, I'm good. I don't need to pull out fucking earwax that starts at my belly button. That's fucking uh, gross. I Okay, you're going to have to fucking school me on this shit because I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. You said put a oh. candle up to your ear? Dude, they have these wax candles that are like homemade and there's like it's like a cone okay and it kind of like cones up so obviously the point is at the top and the open part is at the bottom and they'll put this fucking bottom of the cone over your eardrum like so and then they fucking light the candle and as the candle burns it draws earwax out of your fucking ear canal and if I've, you've never had if you've never had it done there's a shitload of it in there and it's gross bro there's a there's a lot it'll come out like in like a you know when them fireworks those snakes where you light the pellets and it turns into a snake it kind of like comes out like that, dude. It hits. No, YouTube it. It's all over YouTube. You put like earwax really? candle, candle earwax remover. You're gonna see some nasty shit. Is this some shit that like from like back in the day, or is it some shit like you said it's on YouTube, or is it like a new trend? I, you know what, brother? I don't want to bullshit you. I have no fucking idea where it started, but where I heard about it was some some little town in Coos Bay, which I have. I, I like the town. It's dope. Uh, it's called Coos Bay, Oregon, and it's in, on the southern Oregon coast. And the home of the fucking celery cheese and mayonnaise and uh, lunch meat and fucking cream cheese and earwax candles. That's fucking crazy. I've never heard of that. I've never even dog. Like there's some shit like you mentioned where, you know, somebody says something and you're like, 
oh, I've never done that or, you know, shit like that. But I've never even heard of this shit. Like, it, I'm even having trouble, like, trying to picture it. Like, I'm like, okay, you get a cone, put it up to your ear and light yeah. it. Like, I can kind of see what you're talking about, but I'm going to do some fucking, I'll, I'll do some research on this shit because I've never even heard of that shit. So that's fucking nuts. Well, fuck. What I should do is just fucking YouTube it real quick for our YouTube and shit. You know what I'm saying? Hey, let's do that shit. We'll get my my real time reaction, Doug. This will be a reaction video for sure, for sure. Yeah. So no, it's a. Uh, it, it was crazy, man. Like they're just and, and the point of the whole story is is fucking. Um, you know, different places do different shit. So back to the Taylor Ham. I don't know, bro. I don't know. <laughs> Here, Anyways, let's do this shit. This, Ready? Taylor Ham. Oh, hey, sucks. and I'm gonna throw some something on here too because uh we got more than just square ass white people doing it. i thought it was only the white people's but check it out let's see what we can do i couldn't imagine if, i didn't imagine this all right let me share my screen eh? we'll get this shit cracking i don't know if you guys can hear this or not no i can't Oh, it's well, all good. No it's good. more of a visual. It's all good. I Anyways, it, you know, I'm just going to get to the end, bro. We'll just get to the end. Basically, long story short, you can see right here. They got the motherfucking candle. See? Do they that, put it? And see? No. And then Oregon's don't use that little tin pan either. They don't do that bullshit. They don't fucking. They just go for it. The flame. That's why I never did it. Because the flames over your ear. I'm like, man, you can catch my head on fire. I'm cool. You guys are wild. <laughs> so at least right here, they're smart. They got a little protective pie tin. But watch, they burn it down, and, and the more it goes, look, that's just getting burned to the nub. So let's go to the end. Let's see what they got. You know what I could do? If you're if oh, you're just listening to this shit, we're watching this shit on YouTube. And, and, and so Dog, that was in her fucking ear. That's gross yeah, as fuck to me. I've seen people way more. Now yeah, his let's see what turn. this dude's got. I'm gonna fast forward the bullshit. Let's see what, what he got. Look at that nasty shit. Looks like fucking eggs and Oh, chorizo. what the fuck, Doug? That's gross. What the fuck? Doug, I bet you they could, after that kind of shit, Doug, they could probably fucking, or, or hold on, let me see. And, I, and like after, I said, that was lightweight. That was lightweight, because if, you know, if you're just listening, they were they were a African-American couple, and they're usually cleaner than white people, so what they pulled out wasn't nearly as bad as the shit I seen when I was in Oregon. Like I said, that shit was like a snake, like that long. So what I saw, I don't, they had they, a, I don't think that person watched their butt either, though. So Doug, imagine they had what to, would happen if uh, we hit Spotty. Doug, can you imagine if you held it up to Spot's asshole? <laughs> I don't, I don't want to imagine that, man. You'd be pulling shit out from his intestines. But Doug, no, what, what? I, I still need a little bit of clarification on the video. Um, hold on. Let me get my drink. Five o'clock um, somewhere, bro. So, um. Fucking, I, I didn't understand how they unroll. What the fuck were they unrolling? Was that the actual candle? Yeah, because it builds up on the inner liner of that thing. So once you uh, 
once you pull it out, seeing from what I did too, what I saw is when they did it before, they didn't go down that far. So when I saw it done, they burned that candle down to the nub, which which tells you that you're only gonna have a nub's worth of earwax. The people that I seen doing it, they only burned the candle down like halfway. And that was like an eight or 10 inch candle. So you got four or five inches of straight wax popping out. Yeah. And you um, unroll it. Or instead of unrolling it, what they did over there is they took some small ass, like um, small little like uh, like fingernail, you know, the scissors like for your cuticles and shit. And they just yeah. kind of ran it up the middle and split it. And then the log was still intact and it didn't come out in pieces like that. It just came out like a fucking dumper. Doug, you know what I fucking, I think I cut out of the last video. Um, if I let, did I, well, actually, you know what? I'm not sure. Um, I can't remember because I was editing it fucking late. But I think I cut out there was something, Doug, where you said, um, you said it was a general store. And I go, a genital store? And you were like, yeah. And, um, and I think because you were fucking a little baked as well, you were like kind of. Was. You didn't. It, it went over your head, and you were like, "It, it was just funny as fuck." Because I go genital store. You go, "Yeah, it was a general store." Blah blah. And you went on with your story, but it just—I don't know why cuticles right now reminded me of genitals. <laughs> when you oh, said shit. the you said the cuticle scissors, it reminded me of the fucking of the genitals that I mentioned. But hey, that's a shelter Shelter Cove General Store, bro. Shelter Cove, fuck. California. Fuck, dog. Um. Well, you know what? Um. One of the things that Cavino and Rich were talking about, yes. I guess, this week was um, trampolines as a kid, right? Bro, and I, you know what? I I was waiting to bring that up. I'm so glad you got into that because literally it's, I mean. Dog, know, I this is off the screen, fucking, so. dog, this is off the dome and shit because I don't even have my notes with me. No, it's, it's right here, trampolines. Oh, do you okay? So I can get started. So um, I just I was gonna bring it up and see what your opinion was. Did you have one as a kid? Did you fucking um? Did you not see them till you were older? What, what was no, what, what was your I, story? I got one at fourteen. Uh, I wouldn't say all the kids in my neighborhood had one, but I would say one out of ten for sure. And they sold them at Costco. I think they were two ninety nine a trampoline, and I think the parents quickly caught on that bro because we were a different generation we didn't stay inside and play video games all day like we would play all night with our buddies and shit but all day yeah. when the sun was shining we were outside playing and uh and our parents liked it that way you know they want they didn't want us fucking with them in the house on, on, a, on a weekend hey leave me alone you know what i mean like they just, you know <laughs> what i'm saying like that's the, the every, here. that's the everybody's dad voice now yeah we'll just honor, honorary steve cavino hey yo get the fuck out of here don't you have some shit to do outside <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you know, so, so we, my parents bought me one for uh, Christmas, I think is what it was when I was 14. And so I was the one of the 10. So all my homies would come over and jump on my trampoline. And we were savage, bro. You could ask Tip Dog and ask Columbo, um, you know, and the people in Goldie, the people that came, we would jump off the roof. We would hit the roof and try to elevate over the neighbor's fence. We would play like three flies up on that motherfucker. And if you went up to catch the ball, <laughs> we would drop kick you in midair. I would take that fucker apart and take it to the homie's house, and we would jump on that and jump into the fucking pool. We were wild, bro. We, we dog, you were mobile with your shit. That's yeah, some G shit, that, dog. That, that's how I lost it. Like one of the last times that I lost it, I had taken it to uh, rest in <laughs> peace, play Unruh, but uh, he lived out in the country, 
his parents had a little bit of scratch. So he was a country kid with a pool. And we took, we thought it was a good idea to get all fucked up. We were probably eat mushrooms or something, but we took the trampoline to his house and we had like a day at his house where we were swimming in his pool and we were bouncing off the fucking trampoline into the pool. And uh, I obviously didn't take it home that day and never saw it again. But uh, that was Dug. my trampoline. But fuck, we, hey, I had it from about 14 to probably 16 and a half. And that shit was money, dude. Doug, Covino and Rich were talking about how um, they've seen on like, on like, um, I don't know, like fucking whatever their local news is um, of people like losing the trampolines and shit. Or, you know, they, they've said they've seen videos on YouTube or whatever. Uh, but, Doug, the, one of the last times, like, you know, once like every like four or five years, we'll get like a crazy ass like windstorm here in town. And right. like, Doug, where you fucking um, you drive down like it'll be like it's usually during like monsoon season and shit where. You, you get a gorilla gang of rain monsoon? and shit. Yeah. And um, for those people that know Gorilla Monsoon and also know fucking um, Clive Davis. Do you know Clive Davis? The singer or the producer? Producer, yeah. My, yeah. my dad, my dad. every time he would see Clive Davis, he would be like, that's Gorilla Monsoon. They both look like mobsters, you know? Oh, um, shit. And I never, I never put that together. But, yeah, they really, they, they really did have that like monster, mobster kind of look, you know? Yeah, but sure. Doug, one of the last times we had fucking one of these crazy wind rainstorms or whatever, um, <laughs> there was somebody on our like local like marketplace or whatever on Facebook that had said somebody's fucking um, they had put a picture. Somebody's trampoline had flown into their backyard and they were like, um, I don't know who this belongs to, but if it's yours, feel free to come get it. And I was just like, Doug, that's it's funny because I had up until like a year ago. Um, only right. had seen that shit like on YouTube and stuff, but to actually see it like in your town, you're like, oh shit, somebody's like fucking trampoline actually flew away, you know? Yeah, for sure. Hey, when I got a question for you though, bro. When 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 they would uh when they would that monsoon would come in, would uh, this guy deliver the news? Would El Kakui fucking give you the news update or what? Uh, um, From Fresno to Yuma, oh, here we go. with your afternoon update after sober later news. Hello, it's monsoon season and we're here in Yuma, Arizona. Everyone buckle down because this shit's getting crazy. This is El Kukui with your after sober later news. Doug, there's fucking, um, it's just crazy when that shit happens just because like there's like a, a trees like uh, over like through all kinds of neighborhoods, Doug. Like when we all that shit what? stops. Trees like the people passing out sacks? <laughs> No, that would be fucking funny, huh? You're like, you, hey, over, you hate over in Humboldt when we were up there hanging out, dude. They were giving out joints for jabs, bro. They were trying to trying to get people to get the shot by fucking giving away free weed. Oh, that's that was in Humboldt. Yeah, they had joints for jabs. I think it was in Arcata or McKinleyville. Because um, that was recent, right? Yeah, fuck yeah, last couple of weeks. Yeah, Joints because Doug, jabs. I I saw something about that, and fucking, I'm not even close to you, you know, and and fucking, bro, I, I thought saw, we were it, pretty good friends, bro. I don't, I don't <laughs> that's what you mean. You guys heard it first. Oh shit, no, I'm saying like we're we're hours away in our living situations. That's what I mean. All right. Well, I re, I Doug, I had I just saw it like it was national news that they were doing that. Yeah, no, for sure. It was joints for jabs, and it was leave it to fucking Humboldt to do that shit. But yeah, that's, yeah. that's what happened. Oh, shit. You know what's funny is that the first time, I think, you have a Humboldt hat, don't you? 
I do have one, yes. I don't know where the hell Cause, it's at because I'm in the process of moving, but yeah, I got one. But I remember the first time I saw you with that, um, I thought you had some like Gen Z fucking hat. I thought it said humble. Oh, hell. I, I am humble, but I'm not going to let everyone <laughs> in the world know that. Hey, I'm but, humble as shit, but if I wore that and, and fucking notified everyone that I saw, I'd give, give away my edge, bro. Hey, hey, you only get to know that I'm humble if you know me on a personal level. If not, think I'm an asshole. That's funny because I, I saw that, and I remember as you were talking, I couldn't even concentrate because I was like, does it say humble? And I nah. was like, and I had never heard of Humboldt. So I was like, I didn't know what the fuck it said. I was like, what the fuck? Is that a T? Or is that an E or, you know, I, I didn't know what the fuck it was, but that's funny because I remember looking at your hat like, what the fuck does that say? And I didn't want to stop whatever you were saying and be like, hey, dog, what the fuck does it say on your hat? You know, hey, I got a question, bro. Did you do that milk crate challenge? Nah, but you know what? No? I'm not going to lie. I was fucking curious about it. I wanted to. I do. As a grocery guy, I know I could do it. I'm just not stupid enough to try. <laughs> I used to, hey, I do, bro. When I'm filling the milk, we stand on milk crates sometimes two at a time all day long in that milk box. And yeah, that milk box is like, it's got like a glaze on the concrete. So if you're not careful, you will eat shit because those fuckers slide. But what am I going to go get a fucking stepladder every time I, you know, and when you're trying to be efficient in the grocery world, you just got to grab what's next to you and what's most efficient because you're, you're on a production based uh you know program you're trying to get as much done as possible so for me to stop and get a step ladder you know that's another fucking two minutes to get it two minutes to put it back and then you fuck up your rhythm i would just grab milk crates and fucking stand on those mother and i'm already six foot and a half anyways so uh you're you six know. foot six yeah you would think but no six I'm, and I'm a six half foot feet. and six foot and a little half inch little you know little smidgen <laughs> Doug, you know you want to hear something fucking funny six one of my air force ones Oh yeah, dog. Yeah. When I wear boots, I'm like six five. So there you go. <laughs> you see my fucking boots? Uh, they're like this big. But uh, Doug, you know what's fucking funny is that. Do you remember the name that I told you before we started? I said, "Remember this name." No, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> you know okay, what? I'll I'll remind you. I'll remind you. I'll remind you. Um, I'll just say fucking um, cricket wireless. Oh. Okay. Okay. So Jim in Connecticut, right? Fucking, yeah. I was just thinking, and, and this is no, I'm not trying to like swing from the fucking nuts of El Kukui, but I was just thinking earlier, like, you know, I told you I was like picking ah. up and shit. <laughs> I was like, uh, I was like, damn, I was like, I think I told you yesterday, I was like, I'm, I'm so fortunate that, you know, I was doing this show originally with my homie Johnny. Right. And then he wasn't able to do it anymore. So I go, you know what? I go, let me fucking, um, you know, that's when I met you and we started doing the show. And I was like, damn, thank God that Al Kukui is like somebody that I will fucking gen genuinely kick it with. You know what I'm saying? Like, Doug, oh, we talk, sure. we talk so much during the week outside of this show. And I was telling Luis, I was like, Doug, I was like, out of even like my fucking friends I grew up with and shit. I'm like, we may text a lot and shit or whatever, or I may visit them often or whatever. But I was like, I talk to Al Kukui on the phone more than I do anybody. And so um, I was thinking, like, thank God that you're a fucking homie and you're not a fucking dork. You know what I'm saying? Because I go, Doug, how much would it have sucked for me to be like to have somebody eager to be on the show and, you know, come with it and they fucking they bring it. But 
I was just like, damn, like I don't vibe with this dude. Like he's a fucking dork, you know? Yeah. And so I, I think about it and I'm like, if like Jim in Connecticut, right? Our, our fictional dude, I'm like, if Jim in Connecticut was like, yeah, dude, I fucking listened to you and Johnny. I thought it was cool. Like I want to join or whatever or whatever the fuck. Uh-huh. You know, I would have been like, I would have been excited because I would have been grateful that I could still do the show with somebody, but I would have been, it wouldn't have been like how, how we get to bullshit so much. And I think part of that is what's making our shit like more listenable is that we're fucking, we're, we vibe outside of the show. You know what I'm saying? Well, we don't, I think part of why we vibe outside of the show and why I think our show's a great listen is because we also are genuine and authentic and the same me that's on this fucking podcast with me and you bullshitting is the same motherfucker on the end of the phone when we're fucking talking about shit we want to bullshit about on the show. And, and yeah, it's the for same. Sure. I, we're, we're not turning it on. You know, this is who we are. And I think that Doug, we had that, we had that Taylor um, ham conversation for like 15 minutes yesterday when I was leaving work, you know? Right. Right. And it's the same shit we talked about today. We're just rehashing <laughs> old shit. So we're giving you, you know, a genuine product because this is shit we would talk about. You know, Kavino and Rich say is shit you would talk about with your friends and at the bar. And I think that's why we all dig their content so much. Exactly. I'm I was a, just going to say a, that. I'm going to take this shit a step further. And this is shit that we talk about on the after show. But later, 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 it's the shit we actually do talk about with ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we exactly shit about it before we share it with the audience. And, and see, and that was the whole point of this show for all of the new people listening. That was the whole point is that me and my friend Johnny, we fucking um, at the time we were working together and we were like, you know, we would listen to Kavino and Rich and then we would bullshit about it afterward. And we were like, you know what? It would be dope to start a podcast where we bullshit like we are now, you know, um, and maybe people would want to listen to it. And thank God people have wanted to listen to it. And we've we've made it work with now El Kukui, who's been on here as long as Johnny was on here. Um, and so it's, it's like you said, shit, we would bullshit about any day, you know, like there's times where, where we bullshit about Covino and Rich, um, content that never even makes it to our show. You know, we'll go on shit for, right. for a while talking about a certain thing that we ended up never even bringing up, not for any reason in particular, besides that we just forgot to bring it up, you know? It, it could just be something that was, you know, and you know what? It could be something minor that maybe Spot said or Rich said or something Cavino, like they were doing a Cavino and we're like, that's fucked up because we're having Cavino's back. Just little bullshit that maybe it doesn't make it because we've got so much to talk about. But I absolutely want to take a moment to give a shout out to those three. I know we bag on Spot, we bag on Rich because Spot is the fucking stinkiest dude in the West and uh, Rich is the goofiest dude in the West. I mean, he, he lives to make his fucking dicky, his little doodle fucking act dandy. And uh, but we love him. And shout out Steve Covino and the Covino family, because honest to God, bro, without them having such a great show, me and you would have never met. I wouldn't know who yeah, the fuck Baseline sure. Trey is or, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the other people. And for that matter, shout out to the That's Wild podcast, because, again, without Covino Rich's platform motivating you to start something us to link up along the way mm-hmm. and provide this show, we wouldn't even, I, I wouldn't even, we wouldn't have this, bro. I've never talked to Jason and Tampa on the phone. I, I'm not on the Carl page. I don't really interact with the listeners 
like a lot of people do, or probably even like I should, because I know them. I, I hear them call in. I'd love to smoke a blunt with black ice. You know what I'm saying? And talk <laughs> about that time he went after Spotty's girl and he fucking slid into her DMs. Like, black ice, I want to know the scoop, man. I'm trying to get you all fucked up. Let's take yeah. some tequila shots. I want to know the real deal. Not what was talked about in the air. I want to know why it got talked about in the air, homie. What you do? You know, I ain't yeah. mad at you. If you do that shit with my chick, me and you are going to have a fucking problem. But I want to fucking hang out with his ass and figure it out. But again, shout out the Cavino Rich Show on Patreon because, you know, before before them, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them. They actually, you know, when you hear people say like they they paved the road or they laid the foundation, mm, that can't sure. be more true than ever regarding our show and us. And, and you know what, Doc? our friendship. Even One our friendship, the- bro, like like you just said, we mm-hmm. generally talk about shit on the phone and we'll talk during the week. And I do, I talk to you sometimes more than people I've known since, you know, I was, I was a little, little tadpole, but yeah, yeah. at the same time, we owe that to Cavino Rich because we would have never been friends like this for sure. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, thank you Cavino Rich. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I just, I appreciate it. You know, like you said, like us becoming homies and shit and meeting some of the people outside of the show that we have met. And it, it's crazy. Cause like, one of the things I think that makes them for the people that are listening that may not know Kavino and Rich, you can get their best of the week on fucking um, anywhere you stream podcasts, wherever you're listening to us right now, they are as well. Well, one of the things that makes their show so listenable is that, like you said, it's them outside of the show, you know, and um, maybe their personalities are a little bit, you know, a little bit raised. Um, like Cavino's a little more reserved in real life, but the shit he's talking about is um shit that he is thinking, he's feeling, whatever. So it's just himself amplified, right? And but it definitely is. And the the way you know this for sure is not only have we hung out with them on on a couple of you know times outside of the show, but you know because when they're telling stories, they're like, "Did we bring this up on the air?" You know, or whatever, because they're telling stories that they or or talking about shit that they talk about e- to each other about, you know. So right. there's shit that they bring to the air um, that they've already had these conversations and shit, you know, um, well, or that well, they've already like had the, these the topics in the pool. Like even peeing in the pool, if they weren't, if they were still on serious, they might talk about it. But I mean, the peeing in the pool, like we get to see or the Pacquiao fight or the behind the scenes because now they're on Patreon, but they already hang out. Like they were already the peeing in the pool, Rich and Sarah and all them would have hung out regardless of their platform. That's just what they're doing. They just choose to share those details with us. You know what? Speaking of um, choose the details to share, um, Covino versus Spot, the streets, bro. He's Spot been had done the streets his whole life, bro. We just get to see the the clips. You know, Doug. Um, part of their um, behind the velvet rope, fucking Spot did one. Um, where he was behind the velvet showing. Punk? Yeah. It, it, oh yeah, I had told you how. Did I tell you that? Was that on the show or was that off? Where where um, I said we, 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 I'm not sure, bro. Run through. I don't it. know. Let's see what's up? Because we were remember um, about Spot fucking saying I fucking reek. Um, yes. Oh, yeah, I think he, he was at the beginning read. of our show. But, um, no, his Behind the Velvet Rope, where he showed, like, how he See runs the show. See what happens when we start shit? doing extracurricular activities before the show, bro? And we might not be <laughs> in the same room, but halfway through the show, we don't remember what we talked about at the beginning of the show. Uh, we know we talked about it then, and we probably talked about it yesterday, too. Uh, no shit, dog. Hey, but fuck it. It makes it a cool hang. Um, 
But yes. spots like behind the velvet rope where the, he was actually showing like how he runs the show and shit is fucking. Behind it was the dope velvet as fuck. soap is what he needs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dirty oh. bastard. Behind he should just title it screen. behind the velvet soap, bro. That should be the new name for his shit. Just only when he's doing his. Doug, if if you're not into like um, computers and technology and shit, you probably would have been bored off your ass. But it was fucking dope and. Um, Spot actually gave out the new address that we have to send shit to them, you know? If you feel okay. like sending them a gift or, you know, a I hate you letter, you know, I can't believe you said this on the air type of letter, you could send it to them. You know, they have a mailing address, so usually people send shit, you know, gifts and shit, but um, you could send them whatever the fuck you want. And Spot said that his wife is so fucking excited because now she's not going to have packages coming to the house. I thought she was excited because maybe someone's going to send them some soap. Not only package she wants is fucking Spotty's package. You know she don't give a fuck about the soap. We already had that conversation. <sighs> Yikes. Where she went Love fucking. Love Spot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, man, there was. Um, fuck, I can't even think about some of the other shit that we're talking about. I got the. What? I want the richest road rage guy, bro, where he kind of fucking bowed down to that guy. What do you, what do you think? Are you. Oh, uh, I, I know that as we get older, we pick and choose our battles. And if we rewind to some of the segments we said earlier in the show, at least in my neighborhood that I live in, and obviously where I'm working at, you got to pick and choose those battles because you might be the guy at the motel. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, as I'm getting older, I try to put my pride and ego aside and just in certain situations understand you got to size it up and realize who you're dealing with. Um, but I would have you know told what? that well, guy let's to fuck give, off. Him. Okay, let me give a little backstory to the people that may have missed the story. Um, Rich is back home in, uh, in New York, you know, visiting his dad in Queens. And I guess he, he was at a light or some shit and he didn't make a right at the red light or some shit. He just kicked it. This dude behind him was fucking honking and shit because he wanted Rich to turn on red. And then Rich wasn't sure because he was like, we're in Queens. I don't know if you could turn on red here. So Doug, the part that fucking makes me laugh. Is that Rich felt the fucking need. So he, what happened was after this, where the guy's honking at him and shit, they pull up at the next light together. And Doug, how fucking Rich Davis of Rich Davis was it for him to tell the dude to roll his window down so he could apologize and shit? Hey, sorry, bro. I, I didn't know we could turn red. We're in Queens or whatever the fuck. And this dude. <laughs> I wish I had the audio of Rich going, he looks at me and he says, fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> he was all, I mean, if, you don't, if you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, shut the fuck up. I mean, bro, I I, I just, I don't know, man. I, that's that's life, you know. I mean, well, I don't know why he had to roll his window down to fucking give his opinion anyways. I sure hope Sarah and the babies weren't in the car because, dude. Sarah was in fucker, the car. Let him buzz off, bro. He's like, you already done pissed him off. You put your ego out of the way. Whether you fucked up, you did, you didn't. Who cares? See, Rich just has to be right. So he doesn't think that he did something wrong, and he needs validation. Let that fucking – you're never going to see that cocksucker ever again. Doug, Let you know him what take I, off and fucking have a nice day. You know what I did one time because I was fucking – I was – I, I never forget. his face. So I, one time, Doug, I was pulling out of the hospital, right? And I don't know who I had gone to visit. I think it was my grandma when she was dying. So I was already fucking like in this kind of – weird space right mm -hmm. and fucking i pull out and as i pull out i realize you know you realize like oh fuck that was kind of like a dick move because the dude that was coming up the hill i 
kind of cut him off, but at the same time, you could tell he was hauling ass. So um, I like cut him off, and I was like, "Fuck!" So he went around me, and dog. So he starts fucking talking shit to me, you know, outside of his window, uh-huh. and he's like fucking like doing all the gestures and shit, dog. And I remember I was with my sister, <laughs> and she was just like. Like, oh, fuck, I don't like this shit, you know? But so the dude fucking pulls up next to me and starts making all these gestures, and I fucking look at him, and I point, and I go, ah, yeah, like, you're talking, right? I go, fuck you, fuck you, and I go like this, dog. <laughs> he fucking, I swear to God, um, he looked like he was going to jump out of his window and come beat my ass, right? But I was like, he ain't going to do shit. I, and that's why I was doing it. I was like... You ain't gonna do shit, pussy. Fuck you, you know. <laughs> we pulled off and we turned on to um we turned on to the next street. And I remember I told my sister, I was like, hey Joel. I was like, my bad or whatever. And she was like, I know, brother. She was just like all calm and shit, you know? But it's just fucking funny when shit like that happens. Like, I I'm not even saying like I loked up to this dude because I didn't. I was just like, yeah, shut the fuck up, you know, fuck you. Well, Doug fucking Rich pulls up. Hey, buddy, I just want to tell you I'm sorry about what happened back there. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's crazy. Well, even my chick and my kid had got on to me about that shit because I'm the confrontation. I'm the dude in the other car. And, uh, you know, a lot of times, especially like when I was uh-huh, a closer uh-huh. at Food Max and at Save Mart, I'm the, the, I'm the last manager in charge, bro. So if someone's acting up, I got to throw them out. And um, I recall one time, you know, this happened all the time, but uh, I recall one time this dude was in this vodka was in there and he had a pit bull with no fucking collar, no vest, no nothing, trying to swear it was his my therapy dog, eh? And I was like, bro, he's trying to he's trying to pee on the bakery tables. If he's not trained, I don't give a fuck who he is. You need to get him out the store. And, you know, a little confrontation ensued. And obviously working for the company, I can't do nothing on the spot. But I was always famous for motherfucker. I work here five days a week. I get off at 1 a.m. every motherfucking day. If you want it, I'll be in the parking lot. Same time, same place, five days a week. Come back and we'll get it. If not, get the fuck out of my store because you're being a coward (laughs) right now. And you know I can't fight you because I got a uniform on. So if you want the business, you'll come back. If you don't, like you said, wah, 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 wah. All I hear is Charlie Brown's teacher, bro. That's all I hear is wah, 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 wah. If you really want the business, you'll be back. If not, get the fuck out. And it's funny, though, well, my kid and my chick, finally, you know, that was, I, I've kind of mellowed out over the last couple of years where I'm not going to be a punk. And if you get disrespectful in my face, we're going to have words and, and even throw if we have to. But I definitely try not to do that and like say, meet me here, meet me there. Because um, again, kind of like stories we told earlier, you never know when one of them is going to be one of them, like we told in the story. And so you're really asking for it. So, you know, after my chick kind of hammered at home and she listens to this and my kid you know i don't want to let my ego get in the way where i get hurt one day because fucking i'm acting up so if it's something that's unavoidable and someone's just being in my face that's one thing um but even with with the situation with rich i probably wouldn't have rolled the wind i would have probably been the dude telling rich to fuck off and get out the way to begin with but even if i wasn't i probably would have did what you did and want 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 flip them off <laughs> and uh, just let them fucking take off and fucking kiss dick i mean i don't know you know, um, Doug, one of the this is kind of going off on a tangent, but I thought it was we do fucking that. Funny. We're known for that. That's what our show. I, all I about. thought it was fucking funny um, that, was like I said, I thought it was funny as fuck that Rich did that shit and actually pulled over. Um, if I can find the audio from that, I want to throw it in this episode. But um, just so people that maybe have missed it 
can check yeah. it out because it's fucking funny. But, um, Doug, one of the other things about it's so funny because Covino and Rich were only live Monday and Tuesday this week, and right. we still managed to have Doug. We've been recording for a minute. Um, we still have a game. Yeah, of I'm content. Gonna to, I'm a, I got about 15 more minutes. Cool. Well, um, fucking one of the things that I thought was cool as fuck, and I just, I'm like, damn, I, I'm just grateful that I've never been in that situation, but <clears throat> that Rich's dad finally got to meet Ben. I thought that was fucking awesome. Dope. That was dope. That was super cool, Doug. Hey, you yo, could hear Richie. Ben's got yeah. a big head. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, exactly. He's like, you know, he's got that curly hair like Richie, but it's blonde. And, and you know, it oh, was just yeah. like, it was so cool, Doug. It, it was cool. And, and, the reason why it was so fucking cool is that, you know, Ben. He got him his own customized ping pong paddle that says Big Big Bam Bam Ben. <laughs> oh, that is fucking dope, huh? That'd be awesome. They have, Doug, like. Train him young. Being on, that, that be Ben was born. Start training him now, bro. For those people that don't know, Rich had a son, you know, um, when like all the pandemic hit and shit. And so his dad has not been able to meet his son yet. So he was just able to meet him this week. And it was fucking. So dope. Yeah. For it, sure. it, it, it was super cool, Doug, to see that special the, moments. You know, the joy on fucking Greg's face just being like, man, this kid is so beautiful. I was telling Sarah she needs to put him in modeling, you know? Well, and, and as much as I disagree with Rich, that is absolutely why I love the show because they share those moments with us and we, we exactly, feel like we're part of the C in our family. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that was, that was awesome, man. You know, it's funny is when I saw Greg talking about, um, about Ben and Emmy and how, you know, Ben looks exactly like Richie mm -hmm. and uh, Emmy looks, like, looks Sarah. like Sarah. It's amazing, you know? It's amazing. Uh, it's so funny, Doug, because, like, my mom, I've shown my mom, like, pictures. Um, it's, it's funny. It, it's dope to me that my mom has met them as well, you know? So, like, she kind of feels like part of the show. And she's listened to enough of the show to where, um, like, after um, Covino was going through some life situations, my mom would ask me about him. She'd be like, hey, how's Cavino doing? You know? And, and, yeah. and so it was cool. I showed her recently. He left his chonies. Kids. Did you tell her that he left his chonies in El Segundo? <laughs> I'm sure I have. I've been listening to them for almost 10 years, so I'm sure I've told and her. And he was but... feeling swoot because he ate some grapes? <laughs> Doug, so uh, my mom, too, She just it reminded me of Greg because she was just like. I hope you didn't tell her that he blamed it on the baby. No, 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 no. My mom okay, was telling me cool. about Rich's kids. She was just like, they're such beautiful kids. Like, Rich got such beautiful kids. And, um, yeah, it's because he's got a beautiful wife. It ain't because anything his big old head's doing. <laughs> uh, like, and, um, hey, yeah, it what was happens just... when you have a wife that worked at Hooters? Doug, not only did, did she work at Hooters, she was like in the competitions and the calendars. Yeah, Sarah fucking. I never even thought Hoots, Doug. Hoots, Hooters. Did you ever think about that? I did. I never did. I never put that together. Sarah, Sarah Hoots. Sarah Hoots. But, uh, no, nah, Sarah. Yeah, no, nah, Doug. She's fucking. Shout out Sarah Hoots. Sarah Hoots. She's beautiful, Doug. And um, good for Rich. Um, yep. Yeah, but uh, was there anything else, Doug? I know you got to roll soon so I could get this shit um, wound up. Bring in, bring in. I can't even talk right now. Bring in baseline tray, all that good shit. So, you have anything else you want to hit before we, we wrap this bitch up like a magnum? 
like a magnum. No, nah, shout out Stickman. Shout out B Riles. Shout out Husky Nipple. Shout out Funky Monkey and her sister. Shout out Sammy. Shout out Miguelito. Yeah, um, I was know. gonna shout out those dudes. You beat me to it. Shout out to those dudes because we had them on one of our last episodes, and it might have been our last one, huh? Yeah, it was a little. It was. It was. You don't like the. You don't like the point five. You're like the iPhone. You don't want to throw the S at the S at the end. You don't want the point five. So nah, uh, fuck no, dog. After we got a, a shit ton of views on that point five one, I was like, damn it, that could have been a uh, another episode. So nah. So it was number eighty eight. Um, if you guys haven't listened, that one was less Cavino and Rich, you know, shit, and it was more of a hang. Um, but it was such a good time with those dudes. So I appreciate you for fucking um, for letting me in on that, and you know, on your vacation to kick oh, it bro. with you guys, you know. Absolutely, those are some cool cats. Like I said, uh, I work with those dudes, and they're they're good people. So I know they had just as much fun being on the show as me and you did having them because it brought a yeah. little different experience for the listener. And, um, you know, no, I, I appreciate, you know, the opportunity just to share the experience with you guys and the listeners. I mean, it was dope. We had a good time and we capped it off and I know they, they'd like to come back on again. So, oh, you know what? I got to tell you before we, we do wrap it up that, um, one of the things that made me fucking laugh is that I didn't know when you said the minions, I didn't know you meant those people that you work with. Right. So when um you told me yesterday that you were like we were listening to the show and the minions were right there i was like oh okay when i when you were telling the story on the show you were like you know you know what the minions say right and you go or whatever the fuck you did yeah and i go no i have a five-year-old dog so you know a couple years ago you know two three years ago when minions was big that was her shit so when you were saying the minions, I'm still thinking and fucking I have a little kid fucking dad mode. I'm thinking the actual movie minions, you know? Yeah, no, no. There are a couple of workers that we got in the, at, at work. They're part of our team. And um, yeah, that's that's just two of them. So we just, you know, it's, it's just easy to kind of refer to both of them as the minions. Yeah. Oh no, fuck, man. But no, we were we were yeah we were listening to that work in the lab and uh, it was it was good time. So I know that uh, you know Do you have a pen in the pad at, at the lab. No, we were in the lab at work and I put it on the speaker. And we were listening. So uh, we were we sounded like we had a good time. I'm just hoping that the the listeners enjoyed the episode as well. You you didn't get you didn't get my reference though. You know on uh, um forgot about Dre when he says I'm in the lab with the pen and the pad trying to get this damn oh. label off. You know, yeah, I'd no, have that. Was that. A jam, bro. This that was little millennial back mat. I, you know, fucking um. So give yeah. me one more platinum plaque and fuck rap. You could have it back. So where all the mad rappers at? You know, it's like a jungle in this habitat. Fucking. Hey, I was um, a mad rapper on Camp Pistis. I hope you could tell my voice. I could, dog. That shit was dope. Fucking. I felt like fuck. she peed in my coffee. <laughs> That's fucking. Um. Yeah, dog. It, you know what it reminds me of? Um. On Super Bad. Where he's like, they're talking about categories and porn and shit. And he's like, you know, there could be one for weird shit like feet and pee pee and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's an underrated movie. If you haven't seen it in a minute, throw that shit on again, Doug. That shit's fucking for funny. For real, for real. So, Doug, so you, you're going to throw some. Um... <laughs> what, you want stale you... cracker or what? Uh, let's let's hear something. Yeah, no, I like the stale. The stale... You know what? No, we're not even going to do that, dude. You know what I'm going to do? I'm a, we got we got this one in honor of of I'm just gonna play it. You know what? Actually, I got something else for you. I miss this guy, and I cannot wait and anticipate that hopefully one day he'll make a reappearance on the show. 
on the Covino Rich Show. So you know what? In honor Let's of his legacy, and if you're a longtime listener of the Covino Rich Show and you happen to be a fan of ours, you'll definitely understand this reference. But he is one of Covino's childhood friends. And at one point, he was pretty often mentioned on the Covino Rich Show. So in his mm -hmm. honor, we're going to go ahead and play this. Let's hear it. I can't hear it. Oh, At all? oh there we go. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Covino, Covino, he's not romantic. He doesn't give me any touch, yo. But you, you give it to me all, Bernardo. You are so special. You know how to love me. You know how to rough me. Oh, Bernardo. Yo, it's Bernardo. Find a way for us to be together. Fuck, I haven't heard this one in forever, dog. Well, you royalties, Cavino, just let me know. <laughs> I've got both hands in my pocket. My pocket. Wait! And this swing's just for you, it's just for you. Give me some love. I've never heard this one. Barnando? No. no. Finger, I want you. Featured here. You know that you want me bad, hot, so sex and all. Hot tub sex and all we had. Oh, here we go, yeah. Bernard Dad. From that song, Doug, I've only ever heard the chorus. I've never heard the whole song like that. What about when they used to always punch him in? Yo, it's Barnando. Yeah, that was one of my favorite sound bites, Doug, that I haven't heard in years. Me too, me too. And I remember, I think they said he was a weed smoker and he liked sour diesel back in the day, if I'm correct. Yeah. We don't want to misquote, so if I'm wrong, I'm sure I'll hear about it and we'll we'll clear that up on the next episode. But yeah, Barry, where's Bernan Dad, bro? Ever since he became Bernan Dad. Oh, you know what? A, speaking of in, uh, speaking of us being fucking a couple of, um, you know, we're, we're giving a few shout outs at the end of our show, but um, I got to give a shout out to fucking, um, to Covino for fucking uh mentioning both of us and the show and shit during this week Always. but but dog but he fucking um one of the cool things was um during their show he said just randomly he was shout out El Kukui. he's like hashtag wash your butt that was Thank fucking you. awesome do you have Thank the you fucking Cole. clip of that or no uh I actually I do I do I you, got it right let here. me hear it I want to hear it again yeah, no, I do. I, I had to, man. I, you know, I appreciate everything that he does for us. I mean, he, he does so damn much. But uh, thank you, Cavino. Much appreciated. Much love. Here's a clip. Stink holes. Bunch of stinky butthole boys. Wash your butt. The no deodorant rage of. Wash your butt, like Elka <laughs> Cooey says. Thank you, Cavino. Much love. Wash I your appreciate butt. you. That's but fucking it's dope. It's true. Wash your butt. Wash your butt. Well, I bet he washes um, his butt. I bet Kavino don't go no two days, three days without a shower. I'll tell you that much. No, you know how I know for a fact is that one time they were talking about your pants, like the ass of your pants smelling like shit or something. Yeah. yeah. And Kavino was like, "What?" He was like, "What are you? What are you doing? Shitting your pants?" And so, Doug, one of the things they did was 
I think he took off his pants and um, Spot smelled it and was like, I, you can't smell nothing. It just smells like fucking detergent or whatever. And Kavino was like, this is like the third time I wore these pants this week. So, no, Doug, fucking, he's not shitting his pants and, you know, just showing love and just everything, man. So I think so your pants it. only stink if you don't change your underwear, bro. Like if, you know what I mean? I think you can get a day or two for sure and maybe three. I don't, I don't try to stretch jeans more than a couple of days. But yeah. I mean, if you're a clean dude, I could see you going three days as long as you showered every day and change your your chones. Yeah, Doug. No, I I don't. Um, <clears throat> but you can't not I don't. change your chones. You can't not change your fucking socks. You can't yeah. not brush your fucking teeth, and you can't not fucking use deodorant. I don't. You know what? I don't fucking go more butt. than I don't go more than like two or three weeks without washing like the same pair of underwear. You know, like I'll wear that same pair of underwear for like a week. You know, do they get all crispy? No, I'm just kidding, dog. That's fucking gross. Just, I just wanted to see hard, your like reaction. You iron them and shit. They get all fucking crispy and fucking. They don't. They don't bend no more. What? Because all the funk. It's like, dog, man, I had a, That's like your body starch. Yeah, nah, for sure. No, nah, that's fucking nasty, dog. I wash my shit fucking after every use, dog. Sometimes Bro, twice I, a day. Hey, speaking of, even I told you. I think I told you, and I think I've mentioned on the show, fucking um, that uh, you know, they were prevent, they were playing paying for us to have a work spot, like a place to live up there, and I don't stay there. I stay at the hotel because it's closer to work. But uh, I went and got all my stuff out of that house, and I remember I washed my blanket, and I gave it the little treatment with the snuggle packs and the pellets and the fucking liquid softeners and the fucking Tide. And the first thing I did when I brought it home was I'm telling my chick, babe, smell this fucking blanket. It smells good, huh? Like, I get <laughs> off on that, bro. Like, I'd be like, I like to be the laundry king. I want all my shit to smell like down here snuggle and fresh and fucking whatnot. And that's why the wash your butt is mandatory. Doug, I'm fucking getting sad that we're wrapping this shit up because I fucking, that means I have to clean. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, Doug. My girl's out of town. My kid's at school. I'm like, it's only fucking right that I sit here and like pick up and shit, you know? Um, but I had, it's so funny about wash your butt, brush your teeth, all that. Doug, fucking, um, last night I started laughing because my fucking daughter, she's five. So she was in the bath and you, I just yell at her. And uh, Doug, not even thinking about the show or what you said or whatever. Doug, I just randomly go, her, uh, my daughter's name is Kennedy, right? So I'm all, Kennedy! She's like, what? I'm all, did you wash your butt? And she was like, not yet. And then I'm like, wash your butt. And she's like, okay. You know? And, and I'm like, I don't know, dog. Just, that's something that, you know, we tell ourselves, we tell our kids, we fucking everything, dog. Wash your butt. Fucking, you know, you even sent me something this week about Chelsea Handler where she was like, you think I like to fucking take a bath every day or whatever she said, or wash every day. Or she said something, you know, where um, yeah. she she was like, but no, she's like, I do it for the people around me, the people that I love. She was like, so she said the same shit about like, wash your butt. But I'm just telling you, bro, I think I told you off air. Spot's lucky I don't put his ass on a T-shirt with hashtag wash your butt on the bottom of it because uh, he needs to wash his butt. <laughs> yeah um yeah man but uh i think we went we went a a good while this time there's not a whole lot i got to cut out besides a couple of names that that were mentioned but <clears throat> other than that fucking i think we should uh wrap it up until episode dog episode 90 is next 90 we're getting there bro it just dog, is what it is well, you know what in in honor i want to you know what let me steve cavino shout out Wash your butt. The no deodorant rage. I had to do it, bro. <laughs> shout out Cavino. Shout out Cavino. Shout out El Kukui. Shout out fucking, you know, the fucking Sam and Miguel and, you know, everybody that's ever come on this show. Mike Durbin we might have next weekend. 
Ooh. because um yeah i fucking i talked to him doug we've tried, to have, we've tried to have him on a couple of times and then he had to go to the i think aew wrestling um then he had to do something else. A big he old me- pimp. He's a fucking legend is what he is. <laughs> Doug, I just still think it's fucking dope that fucking Mike Durbin has this relationship with people that I grew up watching on TV. Like, you know, Disco Inferno and Conan and these people that fucking that he like or um, Vince Russo who like, fuck, he was like a big dog at WCW and shit. And. To see fucking Mike Durbin having these like conversations with them and shit like on the regular and it, that's just fucking cool. That's why they call him Hollywood Mike or they used to at one point because that dude is fucking he he's fucking Hollywood and he he now he's Chicago Mike. So Mike in the shot. Hey, and shout out Jay. Uh, shout out fucking um, baseline Trey. Baseline that, Trey, that, of course. That's wild podcast. Shout out Tito. Shout out E. Yeah, man, we have we have such a good time, Doug. That whenever we and you know the crazy thing is um, that it all started with them. Not shout out those Crocs, E. I'm still fighting <laughs> the war. I can't shout those Crocs out. I don't know what you're thinking. You snuck Doug. one in, looking like Air Force Ones, but they're still Crocs, so I can't shout that out. But shout out to you because you're a good dude. Yeah, Doug, and and it all started that fucking started from him just messaging me on Twitter. And being like, hey, bro, you want to do a fucking show? That's how it started. So so it's so cool, dog, that we, we've done a couple of shows with them, and we always have a good time. So until episode 90, it's your boys D. It's El Kukui. You have anything to say, El Kukui? Should we bring in Baseline Trey? Bring that shit in, homie. Let's bring in Baseline Trey. Let's go home. Come on. Catchy ass, too. Mm. 